Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to Nebraska Preps Post Game with Damon Benning and Jacob Padilla. That's another episode. It is another episode. Not that. My pronouns. No, we're not all, done yet. Prepositions get all sorts of screwed up. Uh, but I do. I get to see my guy, man. So it's a good, good day in the week, Jacob Padilla. We're. I know it's on a Thursday. We keep trying to firm up the day, but these last three weeks between the last two weeks in July and my first week in August, I have to do quite a bit of juggling <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with what's with what's going on with the morning schedule and coaching. So I appreciate the flexibility. I yeah. promise you, once we settle into the season. Uh, in in two weeks, um, maybe as soon as next week, NEB preps will go on Tuesday, and we will be consistent with that throughout football because you don't want to get too far. You had the best philosophy when we picked Tuesday yeah. to begin with a couple years ago. What was it again? Kind of gave us time to get every, all the information we needed from the weekend, but um, wasn't late enough that they're so far in the rearview mirror where we were previewing the yeah. next week. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. when all else fails, ask Jacob what he thinks and that's probably what we'll do. <laughs> and this, this is talked about kind of busy week. This is kind of the transition period. Last weekend was the last weekend of summer basketball and we've got two weeks until week zero football. So kind of at that point in the calendar where we need to start transitioning. Your emotional clock. Did you go, or are you like, okay, what's next? Well, so uh, I I was down in Lincoln for the, the next finals, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then Monday had to flip the page. Uh, we had football practice that morning for the Huskers. And then Monday night we flew up to Chicago for Big Ten Volleyball Media Days. So there was no time to uh, stop, take a deep breath. It's like, well – flip right back into the next thing and that's kind of what it was last year too with this extra because last year we played in this kind of extra tournament at the end just because 17s are like why not let's just jump into it get us an extra tournament uh and so I was coaching that weekend and then went right into fall camp and media days and all that stuff so it's uh not 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 a whole lot of uh downtime got to be able to flip the switch quickly but and so I didn't even look ahead to like high school stuff like that was 
as soon as I finished with basketball, I was right into football and volleyball. And then yesterday, I realized, wait, week zero is in two weeks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, was, I got to start kicking into gear. I, I was going back to check out our colleagues' report yeah. uh, reports on Twitter. Um, is it still Twitter? Or what do you call, are we calling I'm it? I'm still X? calling it Twitter. Okay, people so, know what we're talking about. Where you know Sauter was doing, I, I kind of like this little piece that he does from going in the camp, three knowns, three unknowns, and questions or whatever. And and I, when I saw the first one after he left prep, I was thinking, oh gosh, we don't start tonight. Wait, this is quick. This is coming up on us in a hurry. And I still have nationals for basketball for my little guy in in dallas this weekend so it's like i think i'm ready it's just a it's just it's chaotic it it is it's utter chaos so you you were in lincoln all three days man how'd that treat you uh pretty good um pretty i mean it wasn't there only three nebraska programs down there to follow so it wasn't too chaotic too hectic too um too many teams playing at the same time got to see uh, most of the teams play all, all the programs at least once or twice, um, but uh, it, it was good because uh, Omaha Elite uh, finished off the uh, the season with a five and zero record tournament championship down there uh, at the next final. So they they finished as a one seed in the the next standings, which is the second division of the New Balance. Uh, Nebraska Supreme were on the Pro 16, were on the sponsored side, and then the next teams are the ones that are fighting to qualify for the the second half of the Pro 16 finals. Playing their way in. Yeah, and they did, and they made it to the finals. And then as a one seed, they also earned a spot in the the next finals, and they took care of business there. And uh, as a one seed, they earned the bye in the first round. And the second two games, they uh, took care of business without any problem at all. Unfortunately, in the second game, Quinton McCafferty uh, aggravated the shoulder injury that had him knocked out at the start of the season, and he was not able to play the, the rest of the tournament. So he, he had to watch uh, from the bench uh, as uh, they needed other guys to step up. But first half, without uh, him in the third or, I guess, fourth round, um, playing hoop life, they, it, was a, it was a one-point game at halftime because like they were trailing most of the half. And Keelan Bennett, who had a pretty good weekend, yeah. got a steal, took it, uh, took it the other way, and pulled up and hit a three at the buzzer to give them the lead uh, after trailing most of the half. Second half, they just dominated. They, they outscored them 36-11, to 11, really turned up the, the pressure defensively, um, and, and ran away with that game. Um, and then the, uh, after that, the last two games were, were tight, competitive. They, they faced Rogue. Uh, in the semifinals, won 75-70. Rogue is a team out of Oklahoma, and I think they're, like, from the same high school. Like, that's played them last year in this thing, uh, seeing them around. It's, it's a pretty solid team. They've got some good players. Uh, it was back and forth. They, they were down six at halftime and uh, outscored them 38-27 to in the second half. And um, one thing I saw, like, uh, Dale Ron Thomas had a great weekend. He had a great summer, basically, th- uh, throughout. Uh, I tweeted out some com- of the com- highlights. Complete agreement. Um, but the thing about him is, like, when he gets hot, like, I don't – I can go back and look at this, but I don't know how many, like, double-digit scoring halves he had this season where maybe quiet, kind of feeling out the first half, and the second half he just takes over. He had 16 points in the second half of that uh, road game. He's the epitome of a score. Very, very streaky. Yeah, 100%. Very streaky. Finished with 24 in the game. Like I said 16 in the second half to kind of lead the, the comeback, and – 
Uh, he's got such a clean, cl such clean shooting mechanics. Um, really good stroke, really good touch, getting the mid-range and pull-up. In transition, he's athletic enough to go up and finish. So um, he's a guy that can score in a lot of ways. Talked about before that the key with him is decision-making and not making the game harder on himself than it needs to be. Uh, but when he's locked in, man, um, he, he's a huge reason why they won. I'm, uh, I'm with you there, definitely. And Minor Strong was good in that game too, finished with 18, five rebounds, five steals, three assists. And, man, talked about a tweet out the highlight, but, like, his, uh, I don't know that I've seen anybody better recently with their hands, like in terms of just straight up taking the ball away from you. His timing, he's got such long arms that he can reach a ball that I think the offensive players aren't expecting him to be able to get to. In the hand-eye coordination to get in there, not to foul, to get all ball, to time it perfectly, to poke it free, to get out in the passing lanes, knock it free, go down uh, for steals and layups. Um, he averaged, I, I saw 14 full games of them, and he had three or more steals in 10 of them, uh, including some four, five, six steal games. Averaged 3.3 overall in those 14 games, which is ridiculous. I, I was going through his stats that you tweeted out. You were talking about – because I like how you kind of do this. You highlight guys, and you'll say, hey, listen, I've watched X amount of their yeah. games against top quality. I mean, just, I mean, just you being you, right? And so I'm looking at – his defensive prowess is underappreciated, I think, when people talk about – Strong's development, but he did. He had a fantastic summer. He comes up on this show every week. Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see now transitioning into that number one option role with Omaha North with Dale Ron uh, moving on with the other seniors off that North team gone. He's going to be the guy. He's going to be the guy they rely on. Going to be the number one option. Thing with him. Um, <laughs> so watch actually watching this team, uh, both Devin Holman and Minor Strong. They got to develop a left hand. Yeah. A lot of the time it's going left, shooting back right, and it ends up in a really tough shot. Shot teams can block. Um, I think his strength, too, like his physical too. development. He's got such a wiry frame. Yeah. His physical development will be key for him. 100%. Like that's, you get him into a college strength and condition program, he buys into that. He's got a chance to be really good at the next level. But, yeah, right now, um, pr pretty skinny. I mean, he um, – and – he will be that number one guy, but uh, in, in the final, um, they beat Iowa Barnstormers Black. Absolute rock fight. It was 28-26 at halftime. Uh, and then in the second half, uh, Omaha Elite kind of took control a little bit, uh, outscored him 26-18 to win the title. And Dale Ron had 16 points. Again, 14 in the second half. Mm -hmm. um, Spurtability. Yep. Eight boards, two assists with three six from three. Minor, uh, 15 points, didn't score well from the, the field, but got to the free throw line a ton, went seven of eight there, three steals. Um, and then Keelan Bennett had a couple of big threes um, off that bench. Keelan also um, had 18 points, seven rebounds, four assists, and four steals in that hoop life game. Uh, he had um, 12 points in their first game. So he's a guy, especially with, uh, with McCaffrey going down, he was a guy that stepped up, and they – they ended up playing a lot, uh, a lot of small ball where um, they had like Keelan or Kevon Newsom or um, like they were playing basically four, four and a half guards or whatever. They, they just took out their bigs to, to match up with what they're going with. And uh, Keelan, six four long, he was able to step up and kind of fill some of those minutes. So um, that's a guy Miller North. We talked about the early season competing for that that fifth starter spot and. Um, I don't know that he's a guy that's going to be like a consistent double-digit score for them. I think he's still got to work some work to do to get there, but he, I think he'll definitely have some moments this year for them. Um, and kind of same thing, Grant Urbanic. Like that's 
they, they've got yeah. some guys that, um, yeah, you're going to have those other guys that are their uh, stars, um, but you need role players to step up for stretches, and I think he can definitely uh, be that guy for them. Um, so that was kind of Omaha Elite's run. They uh, finish, uh, finish it off strong um, and be able to bring the, the trophy back uh, to Omaha. Um, so, so that was kind of the hot headline there. Um, Does your business need an easy competitive financing for trucks or equipment? Currency is here to help. Currency specializes in finding the best available rates and terms for construction equipment, farm machinery, trucks, and trailers. In fact, customers can get loans up to $500,000 with little or no money down and terms up to 72 months. Currency can also help if you're getting serious about buying a new or used motorhome, fifth wheel, or utility vehicle. Just fill out an application and the Currency Finance team will get to work finding a lender with the most competitive options. It's quick, secure, and best of all, it's free to use. Currency is equipment financing made simple. Visit GoCurrency.com for details. The uh, Nebraska Hoops Elite Black also won their, uh, won their first two games uh, and then lost to Barnstormers Black in the quarterfinals, uh, I believe it was. And um, it's, Tay Moore had a great weekend. I, I didn't get to see start to finish their, their first two games because they it's, were kind of time up, his His development will be interesting. 100%. Um, Capable in some areas, isn't he? And they need him to take a leap this year. Um, they've got some good pieces, but they kind of need him to step up and consistently be, all right, you're, you're the go-to guy um, with kind of Jake Hilkeman on the wing doing what he does uh, and some other guys because outside of them, they got a lot of guys that are stepping up into bigger roles, even if they played a little bit in the past. Um, and we'll talk about another guy that uh, will be stepping up for them in, in a minute. But, um, yeah, Tay Moore had 18 points in the first game, 17 points in the second then 21 points uh, in that Barnstormer game. It, it was clo- like they, they, they beat – they won their first game by six. Second game, they were down the whole way. They were down like nine with a couple minutes left and somehow rallied to, to win that thing uh, over Team Oklahoma Red. Uh, and then they lost to the Barnstormers Black by two. Had a chance down the stretch. Just couldn't – had a couple different looks to, to tie the game up and couldn't get it to go. Um, so their run ended there. Um, saw their, uh, their 16th, Nebraska Hoops Elite Black 16th. They did not win a game, but one game I watched, they picked up Justice Gardner from Crete. And <laughs> I think he, uh, yeah. for this weekend, uh, his older brother, Javen, had played for Greg Hepburn, uh, for ice previously. So I, I, I know, I'm sure he's been doing some stuff just with Crete, uh, at some tournaments or whatever, but, um, he's a guy to watch out for definitely in class B this year. Crete's going to be really They're good. They're going to be good. Got a lot of size. And <laughs> They're going to be good again. I think he's one that's going to take a big step forward for how, them. How funny is it about oh, – it was probably week seven, week eight of, of high school basketball last year we, we were doing this. And I think for about the next two or three weeks we kept saying, hey, Crete's a team to watch. I wonder if they're for real. They just kept racking up win after win after win. And it's like – yeah, I think they're pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> and they got a lot of those guys coming back. Yes, so, they do. Um, Justice had 19 points, uh, uh, seven rebounds, three steals in the game. Ami Williams went four of eight from three, had 18 points uh, from Bellevue East. They just couldn't quite get enough uh, help around them in that so, game. Can I ask you something about him real quick? Because it kind of flies under the radar a little bit. Is it because they're not winning enough games or they're still th- – the growth and development just isn't quite there with how we talk about some of his peers because he has he has some good skills. Yeah, um, and I think kind of last year was just 
I mean, Bellevue East, he had some, some young backcourt. He had some, some older forwards that were kind of the focal points of the team. But you had um, guys like Ami and Chris Brown and some younger guards that are just kind of getting their feet wet at the, the varsity level that stepping into kind of significant roles for the first time. Uh, now continued on this season as the, those guys playing together for that team. Hopefully that'll allow them to kind of carry some, some over into the season playing together. Um, but, yeah, like Bellevue East, new coach. Um, Lanier stepping in there, taking over for Chad Mustard. You've got, again, Ami and those guys now moving in their junior year. Um, now is the time for them to kind of establish yeah. themselves um, and start to get some of that attention you were talking about. Uh, we talked about Crete. Um, uh, watched Lincoln Supreme National. Um, first game of their weekend, uh, they lost in overtime by 5, 55, 50. Um, but Aiden McDowell, 14 points, 6 of 10 from the field, 2 of 4 from 3. And Zaya Brown from Lincoln Southeast, 13 points, uh, two steals, hit, hit a three as well. So those are two guys, Crete there for McDowell and uh, Brown for Lincoln Southeast have a chance to step into uh, the lineup for them and make a difference this year. Just couldn't get enough rebounds um, to, to win that game, gave up some, some second-chance buckets. They had a chance to kind of finish it out at the end of regulation, couldn't get a stop, couldn't get a board, um, gave up a putback to send that game to overtime and just could, couldn't score in overtime. Uh, but they bounced back to win their last two games, um, uh, two double-digit wins to, to end their summer. Um, and, uh, uh, Brad Jacobson, been coaching Supreme for a long time, mm -hmm. and now Dane. Yeah. Uh, it was his last, last AAU game playing for his dad, so I was glad they were able to pull out a win uh, in that one. Um, uh, that, that name in terms of basketball folklore for the last – seemingly double-digit years, for sure the last seven or eight, but it's like, yeah. oh, here's another one. Yep. Uh, Lincoln Supreme National 2 went 2-1. Two and one. I, I saw their, their first game, went over Iowa Mavs Purple, and and uh, talked about Lincoln Pies' attempt a chance to be pretty darn good. Especially if they stay healthy. Yep. Uh, Aiden Brass had a good game, 12 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists. Um, Kellen Hum, Shot wasn't falling. We know he can get hot, but he uh, had 10 rebounds from the guard spot uh, to go with nine points. Uh, and rebounding was big in that game for them again. And correct me if I'm wrong, Pius was your safest pick for the teams in Lincoln just because you felt like you know the most about what you're getting? Yeah, they got a really solid 6-7 there. Um, and a lot of those guys played last year. You got Trayson Anderson in the middle kind of as the, the, the foundational piece. And then you've got some size on the wings. you got – Brass, you got Hum, um, Drew Drake. Um, you've got some younger guys, Parker Kelly and Michael Haith uh, on that Lincoln Supreme National 116U team. That, that'll be good pieces for them. And then they got a few other guys, uh, some football players, some other guys to add some, some, mm -hmm. some size on, uh, coming in uh, off the bench there. So they've, they've got a pretty well-rounded team there. Um, I mentioned that 16U team. They went 3-0. They weren't in the actual bracket portion of it. They just had three showcase games. And I did not get to see them play live because they were at the other building the entire time, unfortunately. Although I was over there watching the 15s play and then looked over on the court and saw uh, Mike Nagoi back-to-back breakaway dunks. Uh, went with the, the two-handed <laughs> one the, the first time, like seeing it before. Second time, he went one-handed, left-handed, and threw it down. I was like, oh, okay, I didn't know he had it like that. Uh, so that, that's another Southeast. He'll have a chance to, with the, guy, with the guards that, uh, ahead of him, transferring out, he'll have a chance to, to play yeah, a, a real role. All of a sudden, got a role. Yeah. Um, so they went 3-0, and won by a lot every game. Um, their, their 16th National 2 went 2-1. and one. Um, So 
five and one between the two 16 U squads. Um, so good weekend for them. And, and then final team, uh, Lincoln Supreme National one. Uh, they went three and one uh, in. They, they were in the bracket play. They won their first game uh, by um, 17 over BYC Elite. And then I got to watch them play against Family Ties. Uh, pretty good team. Uh, strong, physical, athletic. They lost 53-41, and man, they had this game won. They had uh, had a foul to give. They were up two. Um, they tried to give it. They told the ref, "Hey, we're going to give a foul if they get past us." Got past them. Reach out, grabbed him. Didn't call it, and the kid went hard to the basket, and they called the foul at the rim. Uh, So goes to the line, hits both. Um, Get the ball, push it down the court. Uh, Uzziah Sanders throws up a floater. It rims out. Treston Haas gets the rebound, goes back up. Dude jumps into him, drops the arm, swats it. Uh, Definitely a foul, and they let it go at the buzzer. So (laughs) Definitely a foul, he said. Tough way to lose in the bracket play, Um, uh, but it was a – Really competitive game, back and forth. Um, Uzziah Sanders from Lincoln Southwest uh, led the way, 17 points, uh, seven boards, uh, four offensive, a little dude. Like, again, twin brother of uh, Makai on my team. Usually the smallest guys out there. I've but seen them since so they've athletic. been young, young, young. <laughs> yeah, and Uzziah had a really good weekend. Um, and uh, Shakobi Kerr from Lincoln North Star uh, had um, – Eight, uh, eight points and ten rebounds, three blocks. They went four or 15 from the free throw line. You're not so, going to get her done. Yeah, that's, that, that one definitely hurt. Uh, but they bounced back, um, beat Casey Spurs' wing by 33. Um, Treston Haas from Seward, he's a name. I think in Class B you'll probably hear a little bit of this year. Um, he, he was kind of a six-man scorer for them last year, and uh, he was probably, I mean, season long, he's probably the leading scorer for that Lincoln Supreme team. Um, had 23 points, six rebounds, three assists, two steals. Anyway, uh, so that won that game. Uh, McCoy Folkert from Norris, who um, kind of the hero of their district game. Uh, 18 points, uh, did not miss a shot. Seven seven from the field, four for, or from the line. Um, Zaya had nine points, two steals, and then the last game of the weekend, uh, or their last game of the summer, uh, beat Casey Red Storm 67-50, and it was kind of close. And then they pulled away in the second half, but. Treston Haas, again, 24 points, seven boards, hit four threes. Uh, Isaiah Sanders, 15 points, uh, four steals, three assists. Uh, Jackson Urbanowski from Norris, 10 points, seven rebounds, three assists, three blocks. Um, so, so they got a really good strong showing for them to kind of close out the weekend and, and the weekend on a high note. Um, and that's kind of all I got for the summer basketball. It's uh, – let me ask you real quick, kind of stock up, stock down. It's Amari Bynum, Cade Cook, Frager, Jaden Jackson. Guys, ball. Um, all those guys kind of stock up? Uh, I, I think so. They all had really good weekends and either earned offers or um, earned more offers, um, put themselves uh, in good positions. Who else is probably in that, that, that small group? Because I think I just only rattled off like four or five guys. Yeah. Um, so you got Ball, Cook, Jackson. Dylan Clawson. Oh, good call. Yeah. Good call. Uh, Bynum and Frager. Those yeah. were the guys. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, I think Marcus Glock helped himself, started uh, picking up those D2 right. offers. Right. Showing um, some versatility to his game. I think be curious to see what happened, like who shows interest with Neil Mosser. 
because uh, of man the elite skill set that that he has shooting yeah not the most well-rounded player but um he is so good at what he does well and, and he's got some positional size at six four um on, on the wing spot so he's another guy that shot the lights out uh this summer um so he's a guy i'll interested to see kind of who shows interest in, in him um so yeah those are some names like we a lot of kids that played well uh this summer we mentioned dale ron thomas just picked up another juco offer um i think he's definitely showed well for himself this summer as we we talked about um if central can get the new faces to settle in new places they've got good talent yep uh, we talked about Deshaun Prince, who ended up playing basketball in July with, with ETG, um, a piece that will really help them. Uh, they just got to get everybody healthy through the football season because most of their lineup are football players yeah. uh, outside of uh, Dale, <laughs> Dale and Devin. Um, everybody. <laughs> exactly, Trev, yeah. everybody. So, um, so that's, that's the team. It would be interesting to see them in football, uh, kind of with all those guys coming over, obviously new coaching staff and all that there. Um, and that's kind of what we're transitioning to now next week. And I know you, you mentioned you're getting ready to start camp. How's, how's it feel now with that, it's, that it's here? Oh, it's good. Like, I think we're pretty excited. We're coming off a two-week camp. And, you know, our, our kids voted to go to a morning schedule oh. next week, which kind of threw me for a little bit of a loop as a guy that works in the mornings. <laughs> but yeah. that staff won't report until, you know, they can work the afternoons and they'll practice in the morning and then, they don't have to be in the buildings until 8.15, 8.30, so they'll get a little leeway there before school opens. But I'm excited. You know, I think it's going to be a, a little more competitive than people think. Uh, I think people think it's a two- or three-horse race, and I really don't. And I mean that with all sense. I, I just think uh, there's there's a couple, yeah. two, three teams in particular I think would be better than the experts think. And I, I think it's Gretna. I think North will be better, and I and I like Elkhorn South, yeah. you know, yeah. and and that's huh? that I didn't even mention Millard South, yeah. Millard yeah. North. I mean, it's not just it's not just the West Side Bellevue West thing like people think. And, and Gretna will be hungry as well. Yeah, Gretna's tough to figure out. Just obviously losing who they did, and with the school split, figuring out all right, what do they got coming back? What do they got coming up? Obviously, you know Alex Wilcox and Joey V. They're two starters coming back and yeah. significant players for them. It'll be. Wilcoxon show at quarterback. A lot of this people like Cal- Calvin Jansen. Yeah, but but yeah. Uh, we'll uh, we'll have to dive more fully into that. Get some thoughts. Have you elaborate on that next year as we uh, next week as we kind of start our football season previews here? Yeah, here. it'll be previews next week. Jacob will be back with me. He hasn't left me yet. Matter of fact, we may go some places together. It's another week of Nebraska preps post game. That's my main man, Jacob Padilla. I am old man DB. Back next week. Stay tuned. A Herd at Sports Network production.